I'm having a goddamn blast on tour with this Big Mouth and a Small Town tour. So I've added some dates and wanted to let you know where I'm headed next. Uh, yeah, March 14th, I will be in Lakeside, Arizona. And then the 15th and 16th, I'm finally coming to Tucson. So if you're in Tucson, I'm coming to Laughs Comedy Cafe. Get your tickets. We're going to have a good time. My good friend Noah Koffer will be featuring at those shows. He'll also be with me the following weekend when I come to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Dr. Grins, I cannot wait to see you guys again. Those are always some of my favorite shows, and I'm sure this year will be no exception. And then I am headed up to my home state of Alaska for the Alaska Before You Die Fest. Anchorage, you better not fucking sit on these tickets. They're going fast. There's a few left. Uh, April 5th, I will be doing shows at the Gumbo House. It's downtown. I'm doing an early and a late show, one night only. It's an intimate venue, so tickets are limited. It's going to be out of control. If you've come to my show at Coots before, you know how fun they are. This venue is so much better for comedy. I can't even explain it. Just get fucking tickets. These shows are going to be wild. And then on the 6th, I'm headed down to Homer. Homer, Alaska. I am coming, performing there for the first time. Alice's Champagne Palace. And then on the 7th, I will be in Seward, Alaska. So Anchorage, Homer, Seward. We're having a goddamn good time. I'm going to come kill at all those shows because I'm a fucking Alaskan assassin. Am I sorry I said that? I don't know. Listen. Dayton, Kentucky, 12th of April. If you are in the Cincinnati-ish area, Dayton, Ohio, Dayton, Kentucky, this is your chance to see me at a really cool new venue called the Commonwealth Sanctuary. And then I am headed to Portland, May 3rd. I'm headlining the Rip City Comedy Festival. I will be at McMenamin's Mission Theater. You guys, this is a cool theater. We want it to be packed out because, of course I want it to be packed out, but also like, Let's have a goddamn good time in this nice, beautiful theater. So come to that. It's going to be a hell of a time. I can't wait to come back to Portland. And then Wisconsin. I'm headed back your way. But this time I'm coming to Janesville, May 17th and 18th. Green Bay on the 19th. And then what up, Florida? St. Pete, Tampa. I'm coming your way. Uh, Tampa, I will be there June 2nd. And St. Pete, um, they're ahead of that, uh, May 31st. Tampa, I'm at Side Splitters. And if you go to the links in all of my bios or go to their website to get tickets, for a limited time, you can use the code JMS and get $5 off tickets. And wherever you are, I'm trying to get people to buy tickets early instead of waiting to the last minute and making me panic so that if it is going to sell out, it sells out faster so that I know that, the club knows that, maybe we can add a second show. Just FYI, that helps every artist that you're a fan of. So if you can ever buy ASAP, go ahead and do that. Uh, So that's your incentive to buy early in Tampa. And uh, uh, I'll be adding more dates soon. If you did not hear your town, but you want me to come there, head over to my Instagram, instagram.com slash jmscomedy or just at jmscomedy if you're using the app like most of us. Uh, click the link in my bio, join my email list. That lets me know where you guys are so I know what areas want to come see me. Uh, so do that. I can't wait to get to more cities. I'm having so much fucking fun on the road. You guys have been amazing. People have been buying merch. These audiences have been out of control, good, just electric, laughing, having a blast. And I know all these upcoming shows are going to be no exception. So I will see you there jmscomedy.com slash shows to get your tickets. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We're going to have a fucking good time either way. So thanks for listening to this little promo. Enjoy this episode. Ta-ta, idiots. 
What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. What kind of ignorant shit is that? At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. You idiot, you fool! Hey, dummy! This is the Ignorance is Blessed podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Hey idiots, welcome back to a very spooky special episode of Ignorance is Blessed, the podcast that attempts to overcome ignorance, mostly by asking ignorant questions with me, Jessica Michelle Singleton. I'm your host, I'm a comedian, and I don't know anything. That's why we're here. We're learning together. I'm learning. I'm making an ass out of myself with half the things I ask. If you're new to the podcast, first of all, thank you for checking me out. I know you have too many options. I would say there's too many podcasts now, and mine is one in the sea of far too many. So I appreciate you checking me out. If you get a second, please hit that subscribe button. Leave me a rating and a review on iTunes. Makes me feel good. It also helps other people find the podcast so we can all learn answers to our ignorant questions. And thank you to everyone who has already left a subs- left a subscription. I'm a fucking idiot. Left a review and has subscribed. I, uh, I greatly appreciate it. If you want to support the podcast a little bit more, like my best idiots forever, Jean and Kathy, among those are my top tier level patrons. What I'm doing right now is getting to the part where I plug the Patreon, which you're like, yeah, yeah, bitch. We know you have a Patreon. But listen, I have pulled my stand up clips from YouTube. I've pulled them from social media. I am only releasing stand up clips on my Patreon. So you're no longer just supporting the podcast, you're supporting my comedy, and you're getting stand up clips so much fun we have full length episodes over there anything that goes over an hour i only put on patreon uh this episode you'll get the whole one of but there's previous episodes that you're not getting the full story because it cuts off at an hour unless you're a patron and those come with no ads none of this fucking bullshit i don't have to plug this bullshit on patreon because you're already on patreon so i don't need to tell you about it there's also bonus content we do hangouts i send postcards or greeting cards as it were because i am not traveling anywhere so you're getting real fun uh stationery helping the post office from yours truly that's patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed and you can get involved for just a dollar a month one dollar a month and you get extra bonus content you get full-length episodes with no ads you get stand-up and then all the offers go up from there so we've got a five dollar tier a ten dollar tier a 25 dollar tier and if you want to get shouted out at the beginning of every episode like gene and kathy we got a 50 dollar tier and there's other cool stuff within all of that thank you to all my patrons literally you are keeping me afloat and it is oh boy i just can't thank you enough especially without shows this is my baby and you guys are my number one fans and i love you can you all be number one fans how does number one work i don't know listen other ways to support me you can get neurogum get neuro.com slash jms for 15 percent off your first order at neurogum which is caffeinated gum with b vitamins and l-theanine and i'm telling you about it because i'm obsessed with it i am not paid to plug this I do get like a little couple pennies when you do the order that's how it works and they came to me because I genuinely was so excited about Neurogum and posting about it so we partnered up so I'm mentioning them every episode because I wouldn't get half the things I get done without Neurogum so thank you Neurogum also filthy20 at squattypotty.com use the code filthy20 right now it's limited time 20% off a squatty potty if you have not used a squatty potty your asshole is not getting the treatment it deserves Get a squatty potty. Use Filthy 20. I'm telling you, 
they were invented to make us sit in the way we're supposed to sit when we're shitting because we're all fucking slobs just sitting like we're on a couch but pooping and that's not what our bodies are meant to do. They're game changing. I never want to go anywhere without a squatty potty from now on. In fact, I'm getting the travel size one. They have a fold up one. You can take it with you. That's going to be coming with me on the road. Someone probably thinks that's gross, but don't worry, I'll sanitize it. I love that I'm saying on the road. I'm so optimistic. When is the road coming back? Who knows? Maybe never. That being said, I have a show in Los Angeles, not a show. I do have shows probably in Los Angeles. I'm popping up in the comedy store window regularly doing spots, but more importantly, we are doing the first ever live episode of Ignorance is Blessed. Holy shit, it's happening. It took a global pandemic, but I'm going to do a live episode. November 6th at 7 p.m. If you are in the Los Angeles area, come grab a drink on the patio. They've got spaced out tables, so it's socially distanced. I'll be in a window with my special guest of honor, Madison Shepard, who you guys know if you've been listening to this podcast because she's been a guest twice. I have very few guests on. I have multiple times, but Madison is just fun. I love her, and there's so much to talk about, and we get on a roll. You know that if you've heard the past episodes. If not, catch up on those. We're going to be talking about sobriety. Madison's been sober for just over a year. So we're talking about deciding to get sober and then having shit hit the fucking fan. And it will be post-election. So we will we'll see how she's feeling about that. Who knows what's going to happen. How leading up to election season is, you know, plays on your anxiety and all the things going on. And how she's managed to maintain her sobriety and how that's helping her or how hard it is. And it's just going to be a fucking real-ass conversation. You know how we get. So get excited and get you don't have to get tickets. You just show up. There's no door. There's It's outdoors. There's no charge. So if you're in LA, you want something to do on a Friday night, you're like, finally, an excuse to get out of my house. Come to the comedy store, 7 p.m., November 6th. Woohoo! On the note of the election, by the way, I will be dropping a bunch of episodes. A bunch. At least three. Um, <laughs> on Monday, I am interviewing people with varying viewpoints on who they're voting for. Uh, people who have switched parties throughout the course of their life. Um, and I'm trying to approach all of those from a a non-biased curiosity. What makes you vote this way? We'll see how I can, how I maintain that. Uh, it might be hard to fucking not go into like, fuck you mode (laughs) with a few, but like with one specifically, I guess, but who cares? Um, we're getting a lot of, I, I want to show where people are coming from because I think, there's this tendency uh, of us to just go, well, this is how it should be and not understand how anyone could view the world differently or how their decisions uh, couldn't line up with yours. So I, I just want to show those different viewpoints. That's been the po- point of this podcast from the beginning. And I think uh, it's important to know who your neighbors are, who's surrounding you, why people are making the decisions they make so you can understand them better. So we can hopefully get along better I think that's real progress is learning how to work together and learning uh, where people come from so you, so you can work with them toward a better future instead of thinking you need to work against them for a better future because it's counterintuitive um, that being said don't forget to vote uh, I put mine in the mailbox I checked on it it's there it made it it arrived so not to brag but I did my part hooray for Biden um I mean, he's going to take California either way. So I get to feel like I participated, like that it was, you know, that I had something to do with that. I don't know if I did, but that's another time. That's, this is a fun podcast episode. This is not one to get into 
philosophical bullshit. We are talking about spooky haunted places with my fucking, one of my favorite people on earth, also a former guest of the show, Danny Fernandez, who I'm telling you guys legit, she's like a witch. She's magical. She's been to a bunch of haunted places. So we just talked about her experience going into places that happen to be haunted. So yeah, it's just a fun, this is a fun, spooky conversation about some cool places she's been and some places that, you know, hopefully you guys can check out when the world opens up a little bit more. Um, yeah, and I guess I have nothing else to say. If you're in Anchorage listening, I will be there Thanksgiving weekend, dates TBA, but I will also be in the Valley in Alaska, uh, Thanksgiving weekend. I'm doing shows as long as you guys keep your shit together and don't start super spreading. Uh, but for now, tentatively, half capacity shows, tickets will be up uh, as soon as they're available. I'll share a link. And so you'll want to get those quickly because they will go at only half capacity. Uh, and that's all. That's all. Enough for me. Let's get to Danny Fernandez. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Ignorance is Blast. I guess we're just diving in. I was doing the sound and now I'm like, all right, let's just roll. You- we're here. We're here. You guys, I have the amazing, incredible former guest of the show, awesome friend of mine, Danny Fernandez is here. Yeah. I haven't been on in like a couple of years. I know. How have you been? <laughs> How have I been since like 2016? Um, <laughs> you know, um, in the thick of it, I've been I've been up and down. I think just like everyone else. So, yeah, I'm like, mm-hmm. let's cover it all, every dirty detail. No, last time we had you on, okay, this was years ago. It was a pretty serious episode. We talked <laughs> autoimmune diseases. We touched a little on, I think, eating disorder stuff as well. Um. But today, mm-hmm. we're keeping it super, I don't know, I guess lighthearted. I don't know if that's the word, but- Creepy no. scary. Yeah, it's more fun, I think. Haunted. Okay, so quick background, you guys. I decided to reach out in the Twitter world and be like, I want some new topics. I want some new people. Hit me. And then you came at me with, I want to talk to you about all the haunted places. <laughs> Mm -hmm. okay is that a thing have you okay I'm obviously it is but well it's it's not something that I always get to talk about and every time I think we both have really fascinating lives and we're both into a lot of different things and everyone's like you should do a podcast on that I'm like there's no way I'm going to take on like years (laughs) worth of like making another podcast because another thing Yeah. Another thing I'm super into is the Twilight Zone. I'm obsessed with it. I have art of it. I talk about it and people are like, you should do a Twilight Zone podcast. It was like, no, I like the Twilight Zone. Like, I don't want to ruin it with (laughs) making it work. I would, by the way, shameless plug, love to have you come on and talk about that eventually on my other podcast, (laughs) Two Filthy Nerds, because that feels like right up our alley. But um, yeah. Oh God, that's so funny that I, I know that feeling of why don't you do a podcast about it? And it's like, do we need to make a series about every every single thing that we're into? Can I just enjoy something? Can I just be a guest on someone's show and talk about it instead of like doing a whole podcast just on haunted? It's just an undertaking that I don't think people realize. Oh yeah, so, that it's yeah. I mean, yeah, that it's not just like turn on the mic, here we go. <laughs> Especially with anything heavy or like we're gonna have to do a lot of research. Haunted stuff. Okay, wait. Are you just into haunted 
culture ghosts <laughs> are you appropriating a is I, that even yes. a word i can use i'm i'm appropriating ghost culture um <laughs> no i have felt i've been super drawn to haunted places since i was little i um the first haunted place that I can remember going in was the Whaley House in San Diego, which is one of Travel Channel's most haunted houses. Whoa. And I went there when I was in fourth grade, because when you're in San Diego, that's where they take you on field trips, because it's also <laughs> San Diego's oldest playhouse, along with a bunch of other things. It's a courthouse. It's a playhouse. It's just like a house that's actually kind of normal sized, Whoa. but... uh I think it's Thomas Whaley is his first name, but Mr. Whaley, I will say, uh, was an entrepreneur who just like made all these different sections of his house into like a pharmacy. And then upstairs there's a playhouse. Um, and then Whoa. a side of it is a courthouse. And so it's haunted because they would hang slash murder people that were found guilty of crimes. Uh, and so there's a graveyard not too far from there. Holy shit. And everything is in sorry to get so dark no so, i just am like I, the idea that like there's a play going on or someone's getting the electric chair is like oh just wait for the applause well this was like a really long time ago i think before they had that so um the most known uh ghost uh and hanging that happened there was a, a man who stole a boat off of the bay and oh. and um but however Whaley's family was seen as being cursed. And so like multiple members of his family either died or killed themselves in that house or that vicinity. Whoa. So uh, Regis Philbin, who actually spent the night there, <laughs> oh randomly, my God. <laughs> back, I think when he was a reporter and not like- uh, Not, you know, the Regis Re yeah. we all. And he spent the night there and said he saw a woman crawl up the wall. And oh he God. was like, I will never- stay there again so that well, was uh, no was shit regis <laughs> so do you just went there on like a day field trip with your school yes mm -hmm. did you guys notice anything haunted did they do anything like ooh, shake the blinds no i mean it's it's educational because everything is preserved like how it was in the 1800s which is so wow. creepy and freaky but i Ugh. love seeing like the little beds like also like i feel like people were smaller back then yeah like all the little doors and like you know um everything is just like kept exactly as is. And Whoa. so I personally think it's creepy. There are people who be like, it's not that great. And I'm like, but it's historical. Like somebody yeah. lived here back then. Like that's, their their skin cells are like on the, oh. <laughs> in this bed. Cause they have their beds. And they're from, just there. Yeah. And I assume you can't. dolls. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, dolls are so creepy. What I will say is the coolest thing is talking to, it's like a, it's not a museum, but it's definitely, it's historical, is yeah. talking to the people that work there. Uh, they have really cool stories. One of them told me, I'm like, oh, have you seen anything haunted? And the place doesn't have AC, uh, which I imagine would, you know, they didn't have it back then, but also no. it's probably super hot when you're that working sucks. Yeah. in San Diego summer. And so they have all the windows open. So like the rocking chairs and things will be like, you know, moving from the wind too. And they were like, there was this doll and like, she would, she was on the rocking chair and would like move, she would like blink, like, you know, with it. It was like super creepy. And then he was like, and then I realized like her eyes are painted on. Uh, <gasps> oh my God. Ah, <laughs> chills. That's the first haunted place I've ever been in. And I adore and it. I, I love, it's an old town, San Diego, old town is 
very haunted and it just has that feel that old world that vibe feel to it. yeah not, yeah not to mention that people dress up in the garb from that time and like sell you wax candles and things so oh my god That's i enjoy how haunted it feels hilarious um I'm like, oh, haunted, hilarious. Let me ask you, when you went on this field trip, were you already into stuff like that? Or was this like kind of a gateway into you being like, I want more? I was kind of like, I've always enjoyed scary movies, but then I, I guess you would equate it to like eating something that you shouldn't have, like maybe cheese. Yeah. Me and scary movies <sighs> is like cheese. <laughs> So relatable. Where I know that I'll regret it and hate it later, but in that moment, I kind of enjoy the thrill. So <laughs> even when I was little, I, I would watch, like my parents had HBO at some point, I think when I was in middle school. Oh, wow. And um, I remember watching House on Haunted Hill. Yeah, the <laughs> remake. And it scared the crap out of me. But every time it came on, also, like, you could only watch three movies. So my yeah. brothers and I were very well-versed in, like, that <laughs> and Die Hard and maybe, like, The Mask um, <laughs> that they would play. <laughs> Just the same rotation. Ah, oh, classic HBO. And so anyway, so so we would watch that. Um, and or The Haunting was another one that they'd always play. Yeah. And so um, I just kind of fell in love with horror. I also wasn't allowed to watch. My family's really Catholic, so I wasn't mm. allowed to like watch The Exorcist. Um, oh, wow. My family still thinks that it's inviting the demons in if you watch a lot of scary movies, so they don't like Whoa. me watching it in their house. Oh, really? So your family, they're like Catholic. I don't know Catholic. why I say it like that. I'm like, you Catholic get it. Yeah. Oh, wow. See. Mm -hmm. I had a neighbor was like no just I, they thought everything was demons I think they were one of those families that probably didn't let their kids read about wizards and <laughs> I thought you were just gonna say read in general they didn't let their kids read you know also probably devils, that words words can spell spells and they don't want to cast the devil uh, yeah we don't we don't want any accidents wow so like is this a thing that you just sort of don't ever bring up with your family? You're not having conversations about like. I do like, I just talked to my brother, uh, my older brother and his wife. And I was telling them that I had to shoot a pilot or like reality comedy pilot where myself and a couple of other people spent the night in Bob Baker's marionette theater, which is a hundred percent haunted also Whoa. covered head to toe in puppets <gasps> and um, I was just, they got so mad because it was my first time using a Ouija board, which is another thing that was banned, prohibited. Oh my God. Like exiled from the family for using. So I was too afraid throughout my twenties to even use it. And then now I'm like, I pay my own bills. Fuck it. Like I'm You're gonna, like, I'm going to, I'm using this. Wow. So you guys actually stayed here. We stayed in, uh, it was me, Jamie Loftus, uh, oh April Wolf. Yeah, <laughs> Jamie's great. April Wolf and Barbara Crampton, who's a scream queen. Oh, uh, wow. Gorgeous, amazing woman. She's been in countless horror films. And I took a picture with her like, oh, we're filming. Had no idea her fan base was so ravenous. <gasps> they were just like, Barbara Crampton. Oh my God, Barbara Crampton. Like she's that's just so a funny. known scream queen. Oh my God, that's amazing. Um, and so they asked us for this pilot to spend the night at the the puppet theater and the funny thing was is we were shooting like behind the scenes all day so the crew had to clock out 
like by union by law oh had my to god leave. so they <laughs> said it was like 1 a.m that we had been filming since you know all day oh since 7 a.m to like 1 a.m they had to leave like and technically go home and sleep and so they left us with like a little zoom camera oh and my like god. left the four of us in there um <laughs> and so that was terrifying the scariest thing about that theater is they cycle out different puppets depending on the season. Whoa. So like if it's Halloween, which it was, it was like closer to Halloween Oof. fall time. So they had their Halloween puppets out. Oh uh, yeah. And Christmas, they have Christmas puppets and whatnot. So you'll just open a random door and it'll just be filled with puppets. That is truly terrifying. Dolls, puppets, that, that and clowns is at the top of the things that scare me the most. Like, Send a guy in a mask down the street all day. Whatever. I'm fine. Michael Myers, fuck, go fuck yourself. But like, Chucky, absolutely not. Oh my God. Would you actually, anything- sorry, I was going to say they're really heavy. I didn't oh. know that. Like, cause they're made out of wood. So it's oh, like, wow. hard, like they're actual, like big, you know, marionettes. Uh, they're, you know, hundred percent wood, like super, you have to have, you build up arm strength, like even oh, me wow. trying, to, trying to man them. But yeah, we did use a Ouija board uh, to try to contact Bob and I can't even, we, we did not, like, it was just my friends and I, so we weren't yeah. like dicking around. Nobody was like actually moving the thing. So I, having actual, having someone actually respond and like tell us things that like none of us would know. We're like, <gasps> oh, what's your favorite puppet? And like spelling it out. Like nobody, we would not know that. This we happened? Had to, like, yes. <gasps> we had to go and ask like the people in the morning and be like who's is there a puppet named like Minnie or Meanie or something you know it's like stuff that we wouldn't know and so it was the first time that I was like wow this actually there's actually a load of shit yeah yeah yeah. that it's like god that's so weird because then it makes you wonder do we just get trapped in some building we worked in? Like when he this said, ends, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's also April was like, there's questions you can ask and questions that are rude. Like you're that you're not supposed to ask them. Obviously you're not supposed to ask them like how you die, how like they didn't get to know those things. Yeah. You're not supposed to ask them about like their, a lot of their personal stuff. Mm. So damn it. I, but we did, but it was crazy. Like I'm, I'm telling, I know this sounds insane, but you could feel, you would ask a question and you could feel like the energy, you could tell where he was about to move it before he moved it. Like, it, oh, it like you could like feel, that's what uh, I'm saying. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's- and this was just like a dumb, like wooden board. Like, n- like none of us were trying to get anything out of, out of this. Like it's, yeah. you know, you're just it like, wasn't let's like just the do it. We're here. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you could definitely feel, but it was a good, a good energy. Okay. So it was just like, oh, you're communicating with this guy who's probably nice, just has a weird thing for puppets. No offense, Bob, if you're listening. He, he gave back to the community. He, in his office there, he wanted his like puppet land to be like Disneyland. And he wanted to buy a bunch of buildings and like each one have different like types of themes. So he, you know, was very childlike and playful. Um, I believe he was also queer. And so he, you know, awesome. living back then as a queer man who was into puppets. Into I'm puppets. Sure he, it's very niche. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. I'm sure that he I'm felt going, lonely at times. Right? It's that. Oh, I mean, for sure. It's so funny being like, this guy is just kind of weirdly into puppets when I'm 
documented obsessed with Muppets. And it's like, it's the mm-hmm. same thing. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, he obviously was actually making and taking it to another level, but it's like, that's, why is that any different than Jim Henson? Um, wow. So you had this Ouija board conversation. Yeah. You learned a favorite puppet. Was there anything else cool like that sticks out that he said? Or yeah, we asked him if he's how often he's there, and he said every day. Every. But we day. got like what we we ended up getting another ghost. Like we kept like just naming people or asking or whatever people that had worked there that had passed on, and Whoa. we got his composer or whoever did like the piano there. Whoa. And we asked him, and he said like once a week he once said he's only week. there once a week and so then we asked can we ask where you go when you're not here <gasps> i was just or, gonna ask I was like, and i was like or is that rude because april was like you know you don't want to be rude and he said that that was rude and we're like okay no worries well he um, goes to hell <laughs> <laughs> he probably sees his family to be that's, honest that's what i would assume is that you go to wherever the I don't know what the place is like, the heaven next realm, or you yeah. go see your like living family and maybe you just are among them. I think it's whatever energy, wherever your energy imprinted, right? Mm. Really heavily. And I think that's why at some of these haunted houses where it's a bad energy or like a scary energy and it's like someone was murdered there yeah. because that the imprinted energy is one of fear and anger and, and, you know, whereas Bob's imprinted energy from every single day, he was in this, like, he loves performing. He's happy. Oh, that makes sense. It's kind of nice. There's not enough talk about like happy haunts. Well, I guess that's a Disney thing, but like, (laughs) but yeah, because everyone I think immediately goes to that, like, oh my God, door slamming and exorcism and, and the idea that there's just like, yeah, no, grandpa's just here. He likes it here. It was his house first. Yeah. Just watching me beat off. Um, I know that that weirds (laughs) out people, but it doesn't weird me out anymore. I've like removed so much of that Catholic shame where I feel like- my ancestors, if they're watching me, they're like, she needs this. Please just chill out. <laughs> they're like, thank God you've finally made time for this. It's, <laughs> I feel like my ancestors are just like, again? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's so, well, it's also when people go, oh, what if they're watching? It's like, all right, well, that's on them at this point. It's like, you turn around, grandma. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> they also probably also did that. You yeah. Know? The, I mean, it's human nature. I've definitely asked mine. There was a guy, like my, this guy that I dated, we were like so on and off and we had like a lot of sexual chemistry. And I was like, listen, his ancestors, I like talked to his and mine. I'm like, you need to let this happen. I have not had sex in a while and I deserve this win. And I don't even care if this doesn't last. You need to just let us enjoy this time. And we did. We like ended up getting to fuck a ton. And so I was like, thank you. I would like this to last longer. However, I do appreciate that you listened to me and you allowed this to happen. So (laughs) did you just, would you say you did that? You just like speak it out to the universe? I typically have a kind of like a meditation or something. If it's something I really, really want, I'll normally set an intention with a candle, light a candle and really visualize it. That helps me a ton. Um, that's what I do for my career stuff. Really? Super visualize it. Yeah. I think that's my key to a lot of it. Like that's the extra little cherry on top. I feel for of like, like 
Yeah. So it's like, you know, you're working hard prepping, obviously you're very talented, but that, that little extra push is the. Anytime my friends ask me about it, I say it's to feel like you already have it. What okay. would that feeling be? If you got the news that you sold a show, Yeah. It's like, oh, where am I? I'm in my apartment. I'm jumping up and down. I'm going to call my best friend. I'm so excited. I have like this and you immediately feel those feelings. And so I feel like that draws that energy to you. Oh, it kind wow. Of like imprints that energy. Yeah, um, that makes sense. More, yeah. The more you can tap into it, the better. So like the more you can, same with, to be honest, same with sex stuff. If I'm thinking of someone, I can get, it's insane. My oh no. Right now, it's like my, my clit is a stone that is the yes, secret. Yes, yes, a hundred percent. I will do that and then I'll get it. I'll look over and I'll have a text from this person who I haven't talked to like in two weeks. And I'm like, oh, I really want them to text me, but I'm not going to give in. I'm not going to give in. Instead, I'm just going to jerk off thinking about them and they'll get pinged Ding. on their side of the town. And they do. And they'll be like, hey, what's going on? I'm like, yes, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> it's incredible. It's that you can like, I mean, that type of energy is so interesting to me because there's the cynical part of me of course that I think a lot of like skeptic type any a lot of you know it's easy to go oh you, you manifested something you just put it out in the universe but then when you actually start really like you were saying setting into those feelings really thinking about the thing you want it is like we we create this energy that goes out and is like Hey, what's up? <laughs> Get over here. You at least know, everybody, even if they're a skeptic, can at least admit that if you're, let's say, in a room and someone who has a really bad energy walks into the room, you can feel it. You know it. You can it. tell. Yeah. You know it. You, you can tell that they're, like, the energy that they're giving off. So clearly you do believe in energy and the energy that someone gives off. Exactly. And so I think that that permeates to other aspects of your life. And again, if you're like career stuff, if you walk into audition, like I'm going to bomb this, I'm going to bomb this, Ugh. you're probably going to fucking bomb it. Yeah. You know, but if you're like, this is chill, I'm cool. I'm fine. You know what? I'm going to have fun and they're going to have fun. And that's, I'm going to take a lot of fun energy with me in here. You're probably setting yourself up for more success. So like, I do think the energy affects how you carry yourself and, and whether you realize it or not. Oh, absolutely. And I, actually in quarantine had this like realization, I guess like epiphany of the things that I have really wanted, like at least with career that I go, here's a goal. I really want it. This is a thing I want. I like, if I really want something, I seem to, it happens. My yeah. problem is figuring out what I really want. Like that it's, it stops it. Like there's so many things that I'm like, I, I guess I'm supposed to want to do that in the industry, but I don't know. But then I go like, wow, if I, what if I just picked a thing to be like, this is the exact show I want to do or whatever, how that power can, and also just even with creative stuff, it's interesting, at least for me, I don't know how you're, with your writing process and stuff, but it, it's like, there's moments where I, I just lock in to whatever mm -hmm. the idea is. And it almost feels like it's like downloading through me where you can sit through hours of writer's block, but then all of a sudden it's like, I can't stop until I finished the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely a thing. I mean, uh, it's just great. 
with okay let's circle a little back to haunting places do you seek out now like if you're if you're traveling anywhere do you try to make time for like how can I squeeze in I don't know a haunted tour sometimes I did a haunted tour in New Orleans and New Orleans is supposed to be great oh it's so haunted you get off the plane and it's like a it's like you're walking into a cemetery it has cemetery vibes in New Orleans but for some Um, reason I love New Orleans energy of course. It's yeah. very playful. It's mischievous. I would say mischievous is like whether the happy haunts or whatever, all the people there are very much in on it. It's, you know, their their city's history. And so, um, and there also is a lot of cemeteries there. I mean, yeah, there just are cemeteries. The coolest thing, and apparently vampires. Uh, oh my God. The, the coolest thing about the ghost tours is they're very educational. So wow. if you do want to get to know a city, do a ghost tour because they're going to take you around and talk you about talk to you like oh th- this president used to live here or this happened or you know in 1942 this person was murdered and they were the mayor of the town and blah blah like you actually learn or like this building burned down and then they made you know this women's shelter and like so you actually learn oh. a lot about the town and, and the lore of the town like thing my my new orleans uh a uh, tour was done by somebody that grew up there that went to high school there so it was like all the stuff that they would do in high school you know that was like mischievous and oh they, I love that you could tell us all of that and so that I think is a really cool way to get to know the town is doing a ghost tour oh absolutely and I love I love the energy of like an enthusiastic tour guide like a haunted tour guide who you're like oh they love this like mm-hmm. every day they're like you're not gonna believe what happened here and it's just I mean, I think I just enjoy anyone who really loves their job. I appreciate, but like, <laughs> good for you for channeling that positive energy. Um, so that's one of the, if we're talking about some of the haunted places and we can like dive into these. So New Orleans, um, I went to the Witch's Ball, which is in Ohio, which <gasps> is a cemetery kind of in the middle of the woods that, uh, cause my, my, ex my ex-husband is actually from ohio and he never let anyone forget about it (laughs) oh he sounds like a classic ohio person ohioan he's from cleveland um (sighs) and uh so he so he took me to the witch's ball which is apparently the myth there it's it's a massive marble ball it's huge in the cemetery and apparently they buried a witch and they put the ball on it to like seal her soul in whoa arguable if that's true or not but it is or if that would work (laughs) right 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 um it is a really creepy cemetery though and so you're supposed to go i think i went with like his college friends and you like put a hand on the ball and you also put a hand on your friend so you have one hand on the ball one hand on a friend and you say show me a sign and I forgot the whole thing to it, but like her spirit is supposed to go in one of you (laughs) whoa um we didn't have a sign, I don't think, but I was also a little buzzed. <laughs> and I think it might have been snowing. I don't know. Um, it, was, it was a blurry time in college. But he told me one time he did it with a friend and it was in the middle of winter. And all of a sudden he heard like bugs and things like chirping that you normally wouldn't hear. Whoa. And another terrifying thing that happened to him was he did it another time because, you know, they did it multiple times and they're in high school and college. And all of a sudden he heard like slight chanting 
And in another part behind the field was a clan meeting because what that is heavily rel- uh, huge in Midwest. Mm-hmm. And same with, uh, I lived in a town for a year. When we got married, we moved to Castle Rock, Colorado, which is also haunted. Apparently, everywhere I've moved You've always haunted? It's... And they also, I I don't know this. Like, I'm not around, like, I'm from Southern California and also, like, you know, my family's in parts of Texas, but, like, I'm not used to to underground clan, I guess you would say. Yeah, well, it's like, if you're not, I feel like... Unless you grow up in a town where that's a thing you're told. Right. Or it's like, or I guess if you're part of the clan, that it's, I feel like people are probably unpleasantly surprised. A lot and so of places I, I didn't go. realize that Colorado, in my mind, I'm like, oh, Colorado's really progressive and, and liberal. I thought, yeah, Denver, hippies. Mm-hmm. No, no, they're, they're there secretly. And so that was, that was scary. But also the, the, house that we moved into not to like hop around a bunch so stop me at any time no this is i'm i'm invested the castle house rock that, colorado house the house that we moved into in, in castle rock our neighbor told us was haunted um and i was very offended <laughs> you're was, like wow was, thank you can you imagine because we we bought also sorry the garbage person is oh it's totally fine just chucky <laughs> my ex is outside of your house just <laughs> um <laughs> The trash man is here. Hang on. I'll tell her you said hi. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we bought a house because that's a thing you can do in Colorado. Probably not anymore. Yeah. But (laughs) at least in Castle Rock, which is like a thousand feet up from Denver. It's even like further up, further away from Denver. Whoa. Which also, Um, by the way, sounds like a haunted town. It is. Yeah. I mean, they have a show. I don't think it's Castle Rock, uh, Colorado, but the show Castle Rock, right? Yeah. is probably why people think that. True. Um, and uh, so we so we bought this house. We were like 24, 25, um, coming straight wow. out of Texas, where another place where you can kind of buy a house in your 20s. Right. Um, uh, just go to the middle of nowhere and- Be miserable, but at least you'll have a nice house to be exactly. miserable in. Yeah, and we were miserable. But uh. <laughs> um, so we buy the house. We are engaged. We're not married just yet, uh, but we're- getting married the next couple of months and our, my neighbor comes over our new neighbors come over and they're like oh this house is haunted <laughs> like wow thank you for that i was like are you kidding me we're getting married we're young like why the fuck would you tell me that you she bring said your negative ass energy over here she said every um person that has lived there has broken up or gotten divorced and wow <laughs> we ended up getting divorced is there any part of you that's like was it the house I think it brought out things. We fought like crazy. Yeah. We dated for six years. Wow. So we dated for six years and we could survive one year of marriage. One year in this house and we divorced. And it was like done. Wow. I definitely think it had a negative energy 100%. I tried to sage it. I also was an idiot back then and I got like normal sage and tried to burn it. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't. I didn't know shit about anything spiritual till I moved to LA. That I was like, I, I don't know. My family is super spiritual on both like sides, and so, but I never really got too involved. Are you okay? It's hilarious because no, well, we're talking I, about haunted really, houses, and there's like noises outside your apartment. There's a hundred percent because 
somebody has decided to like sweep all the steps like right now as I'm recording, which Hilarious. is fine. Unless it's like I go out there and it's just like a little broom from the haunted mansion just like sweeping <laughs> itself. Alone. Um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. So, so definitely had a scary energy to it. Um, we also inherited my ex's family had a rocking chair, which my family does too, that gets passed down in the family. And mine is from my Nana. I think my mom still has it. It has like wood that's like wrapped, like a spiraled, like twisted. Um, his family has one as well. And you give it to the next person who's going to have a baby. So as we were just married, they're like, you guys, yeah, we were the next people. Nobody else in his family was married just yet. And so we got married. They gave us the rocking chair and my, my, um, bridesmaid spent the night in our guest room and woke up screaming bloody murder that she saw a little blonde girl in the chair. Oh my fucking! Had you told her the house was allegedly no. haunted? We ah! would not, no, we did not tell anybody that. Because you're like, we're not gonna, we're not gonna make you think about that. And also, we don't want to admit we bought a fucking haunted house. Also, like, I don't, I want people to visit me in Castle yeah. Rock, Colorado. Like, my friends were in Texas and California. Like, I was like, no, please visit. We have a guest room. Come to Colorado. Um, that's so she, terrifying. She was so scared. She had to. Um, have us in like she couldn't pee alone the whole weekend she had to have Whoa. someone in the bathroom with her she was too terrified to i mean be that's alone. fucking terrifying and so we told his mom because that's her rocking chair and she was like oh that's where that little blonde girl went what and we're <laughs> she's like oh you just had a a little blonde girl living among you and you failed to mention that so apparently it's his great grandmother she was like, oh, yeah, that's my Nana, blah, blah, blah. She was like, we'd see her running around upstairs at their house when they had the rocking chair. But she's like, this is my fucking chair. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So that and then one other really, <laughs> I know. And I she mean, says it so casually. She's like, oh, that's where Nana went. And you're like. I but how would you feel if you knew? So we're talking about like good spirits and bad spirits. If you knew something was like somewhat like you could tell it was your family member that showed up. Would you be creeped out or would you eventually just be like, oh yeah, that's Bobby. That's my cousin. I guess it's sort of like, I mean, there's a good conversation around acceptance somewhere in there. Cause at a certain point it's like, well, if you don't have money to move to a new house and it's not harming you, I guess eventually you just go, well, I guess I won't tell anyone that I always see my uncle Charles hanging out, even though he's been <laughs> dead for years. That would be my biggest thing is like locked in that thought of, am I crazy? Like, I think that's the part that would drive me more insane than the fact that there's a ghost is like meeting, yeah. like so, somebody's got to see this. I think for me, it would be, cause I'm always open, like, oh, if you want to, if you want to say hi to me, you can, if you want to like contact me, that's fine. But then when they do, I'm like, get the fuck away. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep pushing people away. So like, even if they're a good spirit, I was thinking of this the other day, even if they're a good spirit, I think I would still be like, okay, thanks. Please leave. Bye. Thank you. I'm a little uncomfortable that you're here. Yeah. I think I would still be scared. So do you, um, oh, go ahead. So there's one other thing that happened in that house and that, 
um, one, Molly, my dog, and we had another dog who is with my ex, would growl at the chair like a very low warning. I've had moments with my dogs where I can't even think of what they're looking at specifically, but I literally, and I literally, I'm kind of jokingly, but I go like, who you see, who you see in there? What's going on right there? Cause they're just, they're not dogs. They're not, you know, they're dogs and they're not like Mm -hmm. crazy dogs that are just constantly growling at shit. But there's moments where it's like the windows are closed. There's not a TV or a sound that I'm aware of. And they're all of a sudden, wow. Okay. So Molly and they would growl at the chair. They would growl at the chair and I would just be like putting, slowly putting the blanket over my head. You're like, I would tell oh. her like, stop. Um, one other thing that happened was in the height of us arguing and like monsters, like we just hated each other, like just fighting a ton. Uh. My husband was on a business trip and I got home from work and our uh we had a canvas of our engagement photo that everybody signed at our wedding and the canvas was upside down Whoa. and he was out of town and i was like this is a sign obviously but also i was so pissed i was like cool got it i know we're not doing well i'm very yeah, aware I'm- my marriage <laughs> is a mess yeah you're like yeah no Thanks. shit yeah It'd be funny if it was like failure, like in red, it's just yeah. like, you know, and I'm you're like, like, thanks, I'm very aware. Yeah. A little on the nose. Great grandma. <laughs> uh, that's wow. Especially because with, with your neighbors being like, oh, people always break up there. It's so specific that mm-hmm. like, I wonder what it is about whoever or whatever spirits are in there. Why are they so fucking bitchy? Why do you have could to- be buried. I could be like made on something too. It could That's be like true. like some just sort of bad energy grave or sacred ground. Um. So yeah. So so that place was <laughs> is probably still super haunted. And when we told my neighbor that we were getting a divorce, sorry, my trash That's is still so it's funny. An hour it long sounds like trash. a it's hour- haunted violin through here. Um. It just, you know, takes an hour to do the trash here yeah. in town. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Uh, oh, you so told your neighbor. Told, we told my neighbor and she like burst into tears and was like, I don't want to live across from this house anymore. And you're like, oh, I, am I supposed to feel bad for you? I'm sorry. I'm getting a divorce, bitch. Oh my yeah. God. But that is like, uh, who knows how many couples or what her experience was watching before you came there. That's so crazy mm-hmm. has your experience with that house and and you know the other places you've visited has it changed your like your frame of mind of what an afterlife looks like the one that changed me the most was bob bob baker um because when i did the ouija board and again I don't care if people believe me or not, but my friends like not moving it was shocking. It really fucks with your head. Yeah. Well, I'm getting, I mean, especially, you know, it's one thing if you go, no one moved it, but it was something you could have just made up. But getting Mm -hmm. those answers where it's like, we wouldn't have known that. 
Well, That's- yes, that, but also it's just like, holy shit, there is something. And it just hasn't reaffirmed. Like, it's one thing to be like, yeah, of course I believe in spirit. Even before this, it was like, yeah, I believe in spirits. I believe in ghosts. Like, I've never done a Ouija board, but like, yeah, maybe I will or whatever, and they'll talk to you. But then when they actually do, you're like, I I was in a daze for like 24 hours because it was like, wow, he just confirmed this thing that I, you know, knew, but didn't really ever like fully know for sure, you know? And then it was like, holy fuck, he just confirmed this for me and I could feel him like that's the thing is you felt like this magnetism that was there it was like the wildest thing um and he was a very nice guy so it also changed like he made it sound like it was really chill that they're able to just hang out together wherever up in the cosmos or something and that he can like come here um and visit when he wants so it just was like oh things aren't as scary as I think they are and also holy crap there is something that actually happens to us. After this, um, our energy goes somewhere or stays. Yeah. Uh, wow. So obviously you're a huge Halloween person then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Obsessed with Halloween, obsessed with horror. Halloween, I feel like for myself and my friends who are also little horror babies. Uh, it sounds like I said horror babies. Yeah. are also <laughs> whores. <laughs> my horror friends. <laughs> Um, Halloween kind of feels like it's several months to like, if not the entire year. Yeah. Um, that, that we're super into. Yeah. Yeah. You do all the like haunted hayrides and well. Well, the thing that's funny is I did fuck around with this Ouija board at, at the marionette theater, but I don't like people actually using those around me. I was just going to ask, have you done it since or have you? I have not done it since, and um, <laughs> there's just like light. It just sounds like lightning striking. That's so funny. The just the background that sounds haunted, and it's just these basic noises. It's totally fine. It's not even that loud. And <sighs> okay, my listeners are used this, to it. I literally have my dog just the, bark. I'm in the dungeon of a cult right now. And <laughs> <laughs> um, let me out. Yeah, you um, guys can't see Danny, but she's actually uh, hanging upside down from the ceiling <laughs> right now. um wait what was your question I can't even remember oh I like do you Ouija board yeah yeah okay so my friend was having like a quote-unquote witches party which I was like actually some of us aren't just like play witches some of us are actual (laughs) you know yeah which it it is kind of funny that so many people now just call themselves a witch and I'm like like, okay well, I think for some of us, it's like, yeah, exactly. I think for some of us, it's ancestral. But I do think, um, like, for me very much. Like, I yeah. feel that's why another thing I'm able to manifest things as quickly and as strongly as I can. Because you feel like, because you you're like a witch and you have witch ancestors. And I also have the, yes, I have the help of my ancestors. Like, I was even telling my brother, who I'm sure, like, only half believes in this stuff. But I was like, just call on them when you need help. They will come and comfort you it when I call on them it feels like a I'll be like hysterically sobbing I will ask them for help and all of a sudden I'll stop crying like just instantly it just feels like they like grab me um wow I feel like if I called on my ancestors while I was crying it would just be a bunch of white people showing up and being like suck it up (laughs) pull up your bootstraps get yourself together you look like an idiot I'm sure mine get really mad at me because I've gotten really mad at them. And I don't think I'm supposed to do that, but here we are. I've definitely cussed them out before. I've been so mad about certain things. Um, It's like, do you like me? Do you like me? Like, come on. I thought you were on my team. 
I'll be like, wow, when I'm up there, I'll do a much better job than you. I will do a much better job. You, you guys are like barely paying attention. Um, (laughs) That's so funny. uh, Yeah, I've definitely blamed them for things. And then I'll come back and be like, I'm so sorry. Thank you for blessing me with this thing. Thank you. Um, (laughs) And protecting me. Um, So yeah, the Ouija board. So my friend was having like a quote unquote, like witches party, blah, blah. Let's all like hang out. And like, we'll bring a Ouija board and do it. I'm like, no, I'm not going to come to your party if you do a Ouija board. I was like, because if I'm there, something, something will happen. Yeah. Like, I just feel so connected to these energies that, like, maybe when you do it alone, you're just, like, dicking around. But if I'm there, they'll be like, oh, Danny's here. Okay, well, let's fucking give her a show. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Oh, my God. (laughs) No one can see you. I was like, you're Bamate. I have one other place that I have been, if you want to know. Yes, I do. Okay, so... Before I went to the the University of Texas in Austin, that's where I went to school and and graduated from. Yay. I spent a semester at UTA, which is the University of Arlington in Arlington, Texas. Oh God! And Arlington, <laughs> that school is very fascinating. One because they have an underground system of tunnels. Uh, I forgot what they were used for. But um, that's one. So my friends would like sneak down there, which is very hard to get into, but they would find a way. My friend was an architecture major and I guess all the architecture majors knew about this like underground system of tunnels. Damn. Really creepy. Two, on Sorority Row, there is a massive, like behind it, there's a massive forest, wooded area where apparently a women and children's shelter burned down now this is true you can look this up so the the ground is pretty haunted specifically the sigma chi house which was built the closest to it and i'm like this is so disrespectful that these like brad chad thads are all like doing beer pong on these yeah with their croakies and like yeah bro (laughs) grave yeah and so if you go out into the woods which I could never do. I got so close, but I just couldn't do it. But my friends would go out there. There are tombstones that just have like child one, child two. Just in the woods? Mm-hmm. Holy because fuck. Because they didn't know the names of all these people who- Oh, wow, who died in the fire. Who died in the fire. And so they just like have these tombstones Jesus. and stuff. So these are, and so I lived across the street from that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so these are all the haunted places- that I can think of. I'm sure there's more, but those that's, are the ones that I can think of that I've been. I mean, that's incredible. Has around has your experience? So you, Cause you said you grew up in a, you know, very Catholic family has your experience with haunting things kind of, uh, transformed how you look at like religion or religious institutions? Um, well, I'm not very Catholic. I only use it now, I feel like, as a weapon when I'm trying to, like, <laughs> go against people online because my brothers and I all went to Catholic school. So it's, yeah. like, people will – a lot of Christians who are shit uh, online, who are really awful, I'll, like, just use scripture back at them. Like, Oh, yeah, because they, they think that, like, you don't get it, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's my, the, my favorite progressive – any, anyone getting in political debates or arguments, it's people who are well-versed in the Bible taking on conservatives is like mm, my favorite I love thing it. to watch. Oh, yeah. like, actually, it says this and mm-hmm. you're wrong. Oh, yeah. It has a ton of things about immigrants, like taking people in and like sheltering them as your own. 
Um, or that like saying like whatsoever you do to the least of my people that you do onto me. Like I always say that to them when they're like, they, well, they shouldn't have come over here if they don't want to be in cages. And I'm like, okay, well, this is like what you're doing to Jesus because these are his people. So, you know, it'll be stuff like that. And they get so, (laughs) or I'll just quote, we had this song that we had always sing that was like, they'll know we are, oh, they'll know. Wait, I know it. I know what you're going to say. And they'll know we are Christian by our love, by our love. Oh my God, Catholic hymns. I will always, I will always quote tweet that back at them. When they say shit to me, I'll always, because they hate it. That's so perfect. When they're being awful, horrible people, I'll be like, they'll know we are Christians by our love. And so anyways, I use it as a weapon. (laughs) Um, I mean, you got to, you know what I mean? Use love as a weapon. I think that's. That's what the Bible is meant for anyway. But I, it's really fascinating. I think I take parts of Catholicism. I think I take parts of that world um, and kind of mix it in with my own spirituality. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And do you have like a, do you have any type of regular spiritual practice aside from when you're setting a specific intention? Is there anything you do regularly? Uh, I guess I would just say meditate mm-hmm. and I do hypnosis at night, which Whoa, I really recommend. Like auditory type of thing. Yeah. So there's a lot for people who are trying to like explore that, whether you're trying to like let go of fear or stop grinding your teeth or like, there's a lot of different hypnosis on YouTube oh, that wow. you can listen to when yeah. you're going to sleep and fall asleep to. And that's kind of just like talking to you in the background of your sleep. I love that. Yeah. No, I stay trying to astral project with those videos. Do you? Um, yeah, oh yeah, all the time. Well, it's not now because I, I have a boyfriend. We don't live together, but we spend a lot of nights together. And I ju- I guess I just don't have enough confidence myself to be like, we need to fall asleep to this astral projection. I mean, I guess I could put headphones in. It's just a thing where I'm like, this is maybe a thing I'll just do on my own. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I haven't even gotten into that fully. Uh, oh, it's, I have fun with it, but who knows? Um, oh. We'll wrap up on this. What are your thoughts about psychics? This I find really fascinating. One, because not a single one of them told us about the pandemic. Mm. And I saw like three or four this year. (gasps) (laughs) I saw them because I kept wanting them to tell me I should like get back together with my ex. And they kept (laughs) saying no. And I was like, that's fine. But I'm going to go to this person and she's going to tell me. Um, that's so funny because I went to a psychic and then as soon as I went in the room, she started describing my ex and I'm like, well, what the fuck is he doing here? Like, I was like, that's not even, I wasn't even, come on. It's, it's, I believe in healers before I believe in more than psychics. Psychics, I I don't know. Like, it's not that I don't believe them. It's just that I, none of them have ever told me anything I wanted to hear. And so now I just like resent them. Um, (laughs) Has anyone ever told you something you didn't want to hear, but it came true though? Mm, Probably the thing about my ex, I guess. (sighs) Yeah. Maybe. Um, she was like, you can have him, like you can have him at any moment. Like you basically like, you know, you guys want to hook up, but he's not going to stick around. Um, and you're like, I was like, how dare you? We're getting married. No. Um, (laughs) one of them though, I did get in a fight with, yeah, I get in fights with them. I'm like, fight with a psychic. Yeah. I get in fights with them. I've gotten in fights with two and I think one of them's like on Twitter who, and I like paid her or whatever. And she's like beloved. And I got in a fight with her and she like got really 
angry with me, which is fine. <laughs> they just always, my love life is just shit. And then I'm like, can't you, can't you like, isn't there a candle this? you can light yes. or some type of potion? Every time I go in, they're like, oh, you'll meet your person like by the end of the year. It's either like next year, end of the year. And then like that year will go by and I'm like, dope, cool, cool, cool. So like the last person told me that. So like you telling me that it just feels like it's never. <laughs> what if you've already met happen? this person and you keep re-meeting them and you don't realize this is your person? I don't know. They always say that it's a new person who's new to me. Hmm. Um, so we'll see, but they did say I would be in love by the end of the year. So <gasps> we'll fuck, we'll see. We'll have to circle back. Yeah. The and whole podcast will be us finding out if you're in love and if you're not, it'll be a podcast doing curses on all the psychics. We will leave her a horrible Yelp review. Um, <laughs> I curse your name and you just leave us one star on Yelp. Like this I is do, my, that's my white woman curse. I have a amazing healer though, who I've seen now like four or five times and she has a gift. If I were her, I would not be touching other people's energy because she has a way of like taking the negative Shifting energy. energy. She, she reminds me of the grudge where they would like pull the sickness out of somebody and like put it into the girl. And that's how she ended up being the way that she was. Whoa. And she, she's not, I mean, she's such love and light and just like this really light, positive, beautiful person that everybody who meets her is obsessed with her. But I even have sent my friends if they're like having a really hard time or they're like spiraling or having an issue with their career, I'll just buy them a session with her. And they're all like, she is amazing. That's she just has a way of removing negative energy and the blockages that you have and opening up your natural energy to like attract what you want. I love that shit. That's like, I've been to, I've, I've been to people who are able to do that. Well, I had like one woman for a while that I just like loved, but that is like a field I would rather move toward being into, to be honest, but I just don't know. Because I feel I like- I really do think- Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, it's such a gift that she shares this with people. Yeah. Because like it, I said, I would, I would, like, I can tell, like, she had to take a break. She was, so many people wanted to see her and work with her. And she was like, okay, I'm going to go on a hiatus because it's just like taking on other people's shit. Energy. It's like a therapist. Oh, yeah. absolutely. And that's like, I started thinking about this more seriously at the beginning of this year. And then of course, in the pandemic, you know, having 8,000 identity crises, but- um. In a way with comedy, it's obviously not the same thing, but I have always felt with stand-up, when I'm doing my best sets, it's like I'm, I feel like I'm doing an energetic symphony with the room, which sounds like a crazy thing to say, but it's always felt very, okay, this just flat out sounds maniacal, but it's always felt very like fantasia. Like I feel like I'm doing an emotional hmm. orchestra with a room when I'm like in whatever the zone or whatever is of like performing when it's just, you're just, you know, you know, like when you're just killing it, when you're like, yeah, I'm nailing this moment. And I'm, I'm just so impressed by people who have turned that into a thing they do with their life on a scale like that. It, it's a, it's a very unique skill and I'm very impressed by it. And I, I don't know. That's great. 
I love that. I did like a full moon like ceremony thing with her that she led, which was also very, very healing. And there were like, we had to do it via Zoom, you know, with everything going on. Yeah. She was basically just like walking you through things. We were all meditating together. There were like a hundred people in there. That's amazing. Like, people just like adore her. Yeah. Everybody is like so positive and she just has this presence about her. I mean, that's incredible. I did, it might've been a full moon Zoom like that with, uh, a girl I know who's a, uh, an incredible healer and does like Reiki and all these things. And I, I had never done Reiki before, but she's a friend. She invited me. I was like, cool. She's actually been a guest on the show for anyone listening, Jesse Cavanaugh. And I talked about it on there, but I could feel my energy shifting through the Zoom. And I was like, that's fucking incredible. Like that you're, who? It's in the same way that like, like we said, if you're thinking of someone hard enough, it's almost like you can ping them on another part of wherever they are in the city or town or whatever. And it's kind of like that. Like yeah. you can still have that energy remotely. Absolutely. And then I, ha- I have moments where I think about that and I'm like, oh, someone could really harness this in a negative way. <laughs> I mean, people Ugh. do. Yeah. I people mean, do. human rain clouds is what I call them. But like, I've I've had people in my life that I've thankfully at this point kind of either distanced or cut out where it's like yeah it felt like they're just cursing everyone yeah uh, we call it like a lower vibrational energy right and so yeah. they suck you into that where you're now brought down to their level yeah so i even think of that with twitter of like oh. staying off twitter or engaging with people you've now brought my energy which might have been good and in a place where i was open to accepting new opportunities and new connections and now I just feel like shit I feel petty I feel bitter I want to like attack you and that's <laughs> not a energy that attracts all yeah good things you know good energy attracts good things and bad energy you're gonna attract more shit more shit it's like, it's like you know someone who's always complaining Ugh. and they're like constantly complaining about how people get jobs over them or they're blah blah like every time they're complaining and it's a yes. vicious cycle they can't get out yeah. of the cycle and I want to tell them sometimes you know, they'll be like, why wasn't I cast in blah, blah, blah? Why wasn't I this and that? And I want to be like, because you have a shitty attitude. Yeah, because you're doing don't this. don't want to recommend you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one likes being around you. So. Yeah. It's chronically negative people are extremely difficult. Even if it's like, oh, you're a good person, but you just, it's, uh, there is a comedian who I, he doesn't do comedy anymore, but we used to do open mics together. And he had this whole bit about seeing the world through shit colored glasses. Uh, and I was like, yeah, that's, nobody wants that energy around them. Yeah. We call it also like gripe sessions, um, yeah. which are dangerous sometimes. Like so I used to engage in those a ton. And then now the people I used to gripe with, I was like, I can't, because it just ruins my day. Like yeah. you leave the call feeling worse. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, well, there's, there's things that I just like, I'll see a call and I don't want to answer or like even, even people try to start those conversations. And I'm like, I don't, I wish everyone, well, I don't want to go down this path of negativity because it's also very easy to absorb someone's energy. Yeah, totally. And then get, get caught in that feeling. And I'm like, that's not organically who I think, you know, anyone is, but it's not who I am. That's why in what we do in the shadows, they have Colin Robinson, who's an energy vampire. 
Like they have, you know, three real vampires in the show and then they have an energy vampire, which is the funniest (laughs) fucking thing as their roommate. And he just like sucks people's energy by being off. Like there's my, one of my favorite scenes is he's like arguing with people online and he's like sucking all their energy and he like, and someone's like, that's racist. And he turns to the camera and he's like, it is. Cause he like, (laughs) you forget that like these people enjoy what they're doing. So like taking that energy and time and like rattling your, like ruffling your feathers and so I love that they it was a commentary on troll like the fact that we choose to engage with trolls and he was like oh I could do this forever and so he just was like gaining so much energy from sucking the energy from other people oh god and we've all met people like that on the internet for sure and in our lives at least in LA you run into people like that that you're like I can't I cannot deal with this um all right well this is great Cool hauntings, happy hauntings, scary hauntings. Sorry about your divorce. Okay. <laughs> uh, take, take, I don't know. I was going to try to say something mean to Castle Rock, Colorado, but I don't know. Boo! I think it's pretty. It's yeah. pretty. It might be racist there. I don't know. It might be underground racist, slightly. Well, fuck them. Um, anyway, I'm sure most of my listeners probably already follow you everywhere, but just in case... Where can people see you? Where can they follow you? How do they get more of Danny Fernandez? I'm at MS Danny Fernandez. It's M-S-D-A-N-I-F-E-R-N-A-N-D-E-Z on all of the social medias. And um, yeah, just follow me on there because all my announcements I end up tweeting, except I may get off Twitter eventually. I don't want to be on there. It's a hellhole. I'm I'm trying to like I feel like it's gonna get very bad. It's even worse. But in the meantime, follow Danny. She's got very funny thoughts on Twitter. She's got very, uh, she's got a lot going on. Very hot, beautiful, luxurious photos on Instagram. So make sure you follow her on Instagram. I I love, thank you. Your posts. I love everything. I love you. Oh my gosh! I accidentally hit my Calm app on. Sorry. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's like just going to start raining. I I don't even know. (laughs) That's the universe being like time to meditate. Um, all right. Well, I will, I will see all of you somewhere out in the universe. And thank you, Danny, for joining me. Thank you. Well, there you have it. Danny Fernandez and all her haunted places. I hope you enjoyed that spooky Halloween adjacent episode. I hope you are able to celebrate Halloween in some capacity, even if it's just putting a costume on at home. If you, you know, are a Halloween lover like myself, if you liked that podcast episode and you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, review me on iTunes, share it with your friends because everybody's a little bit ignorant sometimes. Big thank you to John, Eric, Jean, Greg, Kathy, and Terry, exclusive members of the League of Extraordinary Idiots on Patreon. Couldn't do it without you. You're great. If you want to join the League of Extraordinary Idiots, get shout outs, you want to join a different level, um, there's bonus content, postcards, hangouts with me and with the other patrons and also stand-up clips that are not anywhere else they are pulled from everywhere i'm releasing a clip every friday so patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed if you want to get involved there you can follow the podcast at blessed on twitter or ignorance is blessed on instagram if you want to see faces to match all the voices you're hearing on these episodes and please keep in mind that no guest is or claims to be a representative for every person who has a similar identity they're just one person sharing their own experience and ideas to help us get a peek at how things look from their situated position in the world if you have additional questions for any guest or a topic you'd like to hear covered best way to tell me about those Join the Facebook group. I post ahead of time when I have guests. 
and ask for your questions. So look up ignorance is hashtag blessed idiots. Join, answer the question. Otherwise, I won't let you in. All you have to do is say that you listen to the podcast. But it's a private Facebook group and a lot of people seem to come there. I don't know why, but they, uh, the amount of requests I get that I think they think that it's just like a group... I don't know. I think there are people who think ignorance is blessed is the real phrase. And they're just like, I get people who are just like, I'm just tired of ignorant people. And it's like, yeah, we all are. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Now I'm just complaining. Um, I think that's it. November 6th. If you're in LA live episode 7 PM at the podcast, at the podcast, at the comedy store. Yeah. And Anchorage, I will be up there Thanksgiving weekend doing some shows. So yeah, that's that. Thank you for listening, and thank you for being patient with my ignorance. See you soon, idiots. Oh, wait, I forgot to add. Keep asking questions. Because the more we ask, the more we learn, the more we know, and the more we know, the more we can look down on others who aren't as smart as we are. And isn't that the point? Listen, I had to say it, because somebody would have been thinking it. And now this is a weird outro, because I'm not going to edit and cut this together. You're welcome. Join the Patreon if you want to get the intro and outro completely cut out of the episode. Goodbye. Goodbye.